Welcome to the 585 Peachtree Podcast, the South Forsyth community's premier podcast event. Welcome back to the second episode of the 585 Peachtree Podcast with your host, Chris Rionis. And this is Brad Frelo joining you again. So uh, first off, we would like to to thank all of our listeners from the first episode, all the alumni, community members, family, students, everybody. Hey, everybody. Thank you. And nice having you listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. So Mm -hmm. And all those uh, very fair, I thought the ratings have been very fair to us. Yes, the reviews, very, very, very nice. I I can take it. Yeah, so... uh, Good start. We appreciate all the feedback we're getting out there, um, hearing from people that, um, you know, are no longer on campus. That's cool uh, that you're taking a listen. Because, again, as we said before, we don't want to just be relevant around the school. We want this to be a lasting uh, thing. So we hope you enjoy it. And uh, this is episode two. Here we go. So... (laughs) Uh, one of the things that is going around at the school uh, this week, we have the first of the academy takeovers. So last year, uh, the teachers uh, were put into different academies that were going to be focused on different kind of passions and interests and try to get um, students kind of in a more directed learning uh, where they're pursuing something, you know, past just the diploma uh, trying to get them into a path that's going to lead to, um, you know, more meaningful school on the college or wherever it may be after graduation, uh, getting them the information that they need uh, to have success after graduation. Again, connecting. Yeah, and, that, um, and that's part of the process too. I think it's it's there to make a, a really a large school feel like you have little smaller parts so that everybody kind of can get plugged in and get connected in their own way as opposed to this giant uh, (laughs) high school where you're kind of all spread out and there's no kind of small belonging as far as that goes. Absolutely. So this is the first of uh, the Academy Takeover Weeks where you learn about one of the academies. This week it's Spark Academy. um, And uh, Spark is a medical science and research academy, which is pretty cool. And... uh, I happen to think it's pretty cool also because I am one of the teachers in Spark Academy. Let's hear it for all those spark sparklers. Spark teachers. Yeah. Yeah. Us. Got it. Woo! Anyway, uh, so but we've been working real hard led by uh, Miss Hewitt um, getting things together for this week. Today we saw uh, during IF uh, there was the uh, med talk where we had uh, an alumni come in and, and talk about um, her college and, and um, the path she's taken uh, in the medical field and uh, actually on to law school. Very cool. Um, so we are in the, the academy takeover. Again, in that field, medical sciences, um, you know, the medical field, dentistry, research, veterinary medicine, vet med for Animal Day today. We're all wearing our animal prints. Uh, Mr. Rionis is really went all out. Yeah, taking it. Um, trust. Well, what are you wearing? What is that? I'm wearing a uh, a Matt Ryan jersey. 
because I'm dressed up like a falcon. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. Original so, is what so, I like to think. So there we go. So it, it's, uh, yeah, vet medicine. Uh, so maybe you have interest in that. That's cool. Um, Mr. Rionis, any medical field you ever thought about pursuing? I can't say that I thought about pursuing, but I've definitely interacted with people in the medical field. Oh, really? You want to tell us about that? Maybe uh, some of your different athletic achievements over the years led to some uh, sports medicine? You know, um, back in the day, when, in the, my younger years, I was definitely um, a cyclist, actually. Yes. Yeah. So with cycling comes, you know, accidents, right? Okay, sometimes you have tough falls. So you have um, a hard fall, you hit the ground a little the bit. The hills of uh, France, sure. Or uh, Milledgeville, Georgia. That was college. Okay. So um, definitely, I'll tell you about one experience. I had my worst bike accident, you know, obviously in the rain. Mm -hmm. um, the tires up, can get slick in the rain. Yeah, and it was uphill both ways, so it was a tough ride. Whew. Um, so the way it happened was, I close the door to my apartment. Okay. Start walking down the stairs. I have my bike over my shoulder. Uh-huh. Because, you know, got to look good, even when nobody's looking. <laughs> and so, I'm in my full cycling outfit. I'm feeling good. I'm going to get a good workout in. I take the first step down the stairs, and I don't hit anything. So, I miss the stair, and I fall all the way down the stairs. By far, my worst <laughs> bike accident Sorry of to laugh, my career. <laughs> So as I'm falling down, the uh, the crankshaft actually cuts up my shirt, and I get pretty cut up around the arm. It comes across my face, gives me a black eye, and like bruises the side of my head. But just with any biking accident, if you're riding a bike or cycling, always make sure you're wearing your helmet. So luckily for me, on my fall, <laughs> so you're leaving accident, you're leaving the apartment helmet on. Yeah, helmet you're on. Ready. Okay. I'm carrying the bike. I'm not actually riding it. At right. This point. Right. Yeah. So I fall all the way down the stairs, um, really traumatic. I lay there, um, and it was actually raining. Um, I was not actually riding my bike down the stairs. So I lay there for a little while. My roommate comes and helps me up, and um, we had to actually go to our another medical field. Our, we have like a campus nurse. So mm -hmm. I had to go to the campus nurse, get patched up, you know. Um, so I went to class the next day. I'm super banged up, and instead of telling everybody, you know, I fell down the stairs, I'm just very very elaborate story of my worst biking accident of my <laughs> career and so that was cycling for me not so much cycling as just falling down <laughs> so if you uh but the campus nurse was great <laughs> if you <laughs> if you have an interest see those nurses thank you nurses she was much nicer than my peers so uh, <laughs> she was much more understanding well she was getting paid also that's true <laughs> but if you want to uh help out people that uh, can't walk down the stairs, then Spark Academy is the place for you. And now with us, our second interview, 585 Podcast, we have Miss Cassie Smith. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to have you join us. Miss Smith, uh, you were featured in our Normal Voices segment on the last episode. We thank you for contributing to that. Uh, wonderful. And, and we wanted to just kind of get to know you a bit better in this episode. So uh, tell us a little bit before uh, teaching, a little bit about uh, the life of Cassie Smith. Let's see. Well, I actually went to South Forsyth as a freshman. 
played basketball and lacrosse here. And then West Forsyth was built and got moved over there and finished and graduated from West Forsyth. So following uh, following high school, went to UGA. Go Bulldogs! Yes, indeed. Go Dogs! Very cool, very cool. So uh, a little background here at South. That's outstanding. How South changed since then without the obvious exception of the great main hall and arena. Yeah, so I used to teach in the main hall a couple years ago, and that used to be a parking lot, so uh, that was a big change, but when I went to South, um, that was well before West and Lambert both opened, and now before Denmark opened, so um, South was probably just as big, but with a lot more trailers, so there was probably about 60 uh, individual trailers. They were not fancy enough to be called Mod Pods at the time. Time, um, so all all where the uh, the new arena is was all filled with trailers. And um, so you said you're involved in sports. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I uh, played on the freshman basketball team as a uh, six foot point guard. Nice. And uh, for lacrosse, I had. A very annoying science teacher that would not leave me alone, (laughs) and so I made a stellar deal with him. If he did not ask me to play lacrosse one more time, then I would show up on the day of tryouts, and if he asked me one more time, I was not going to try out. He but kept his mouth shut, and I showed up, and the rest was history. That worked out well, though, didn't it? It worked I, out. I remember you saying, wasn't there like a state championship involved? State there championship was. It was it was runner-up when I went over to West. It was my senior year. We made it to, to the state championship game, and we lost a tight one, but Cross stole my heart after that. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, some basketball. I know we saw some of those basketball skills from you last year yeah. in the wonderful student-faculty game. Yes, dream on three. Dream on three. That's nice. Uh, yeah. A lot of the, the folks that were there are singing a song in their head right now, but Mr. Wolf's not here, so... Uh, we'll, we'll be singing on a future episode. <laughs> we'll say that for him. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was great being teammates, all three of us, uh, for that uh, occasion, and it was mm-hmm. nice. Great event. Built some school community. So much fun. Yeah, and uh, I think we are... Uh, continuing to try to build on some of that school community, school culture, uh, and I think you're contributing to that with uh, the Superfan app. Tell us tell us a little bit about how you got involved and, and just what the Superfan app is for uh, those listening that aren't in the know. So the Superfan app started actually when I was in college at Georgia. Um, me and my friends were committed to the G. We were the fans. Um, <laughs> Did they have the towels back then? Oh, they had my my personal record was eight free t-shirts in one week oh nice, nice. Um, we went to everything um, of course you gotta go to the football games you gotta go to gym dogs you gotta go to basketball mm-hmm. you gotta go to all the big stuff uh, but we were at tennis, we were at softball, we were at equestrian, which... Oh, nice. You know, equestrian field, that is like, I don't know, <laughs> 20 minutes off campus. Yes. It, it was dedication. So, for me, I came to South, and I just kept thinking that I think that a school as big and as awesome as South is, I think that they could really benefit from an app um, similar to what Georgia had with the Commit to the G program. So being, you know, the teaching side of things, the coaching side of things, um, went talked to Coach Grave and Miss Wilson, all that, and I just kind of pitched the idea, and uh, kind of here we are. So the, the Superfan app essentially allows students, uh, teachers, staff members, community members, little brothers, sisters, anyone, 
uh, to go to these events. Um, first of all, it lets them know when they are, where they are, so it kind of spreads that information. Once they go there, they check in, and the check-in's based on location. They earn points, and then they can redeem those points for prizes. Um, so it's uh, supposed to just be a very exciting way to kind of get everyone in the know and get everyone involved. Well, we've enjoyed it. I know between uh, Mr. Rionis and I, we've been competing and texting about whenever he's been in the lead the whole time but whenever I'm getting close I uh, find an event to go to I text him <laughs> and uh, I, I need to stop doing that yeah, I you think, should. yeah don't warn me when you're going yeah right. but I, I have an idea for the super fan now how about 100 super fan points if you host a podcast I'm just throwing that out that's, a, something, that's a great something idea something to think about yeah yeah something I'll, I'll, to I'll think sleep about. on that one tonight <laughs> I'd appreciate that but I really that's awesome the uh, I know when I was a, a Georgia student as well years ago. Um, Many years. Thank you. <laughs> we, were, we would often try to get to some of those events like uh, the volleyball and things like right. that. Of course, the gym dogs. Gym dogs, I tell people, people who don't know Georgia or any kind of big-time gymnastics program, that's one of the best shows that they put on the fireworks oh, inside fun. the stag. It is crazy. Great show. Great time. Yeah. Excellent. What um going back to college days, uh, what were some of the other you mentioned all the athletic events. What were some of the hot spots on campus you enjoyed? Some of our we have we do have listeners in Athens, we found out. Uh, so uh, so some of our uh, students that are grads that are just getting into uh, Georgia and uh, finding their way around. They're still looking at the campus map and getting on the wrong bus and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. What are some of the uh, your favorite hangouts? Well, I will say I stayed off the buses, so I don't have a lot of tips there. The campus is too beautiful. I loved walking around. Um, but hanging out around campus, you can't miss North Campus, just the green lawn space, um, just beautiful. Um, I loved playing intramurals, so going to the intramural fields. There's a little lake there, trail to walk around. It's pretty sweet. A uh, bunch of local brunch places. Mama, Mama's Boy was always mm, yeah. a big hit among the students and uh, just kind of walking around, getting downtown, seeing the nightlights, all that stuff. Fantastic. Truly, truly one of the best college towns. Absolutely. Nothing beats Saturday in Athens either. <laughs> and, and so moving on maybe to um, something more recent. Yeah. I remember we met my first year, and then you left for a year and did something that was pretty neat. Maybe you want to share a little bit about that experience. Yeah, absolutely. A couple years ago, I decided I wanted to go teach abroad. So this wasn't the first time. After I graduated from Georgia, I actually taught in Tanzania uh, for a semester. I graduated in December and didn't want to try to find a teaching job you know, in January. So went and uh, lived in Tanzania for a semester and taught in a local, uh, just very government secondary school there. Um, and that was when my love for teaching abroad really started to grow. Um, coming back home, I wanted to get uh, my feet under me as far as teaching goes in the States, be close to family, all that. Um, but I always loved Spanish, and I always loved traveling. So put those two worlds together, and I moved to Medellin in Colombia. And I taught in an international school there. I taught AP wow. Calculus, AB, and BC. Wow. Very cool. Very awesome. Yeah, It was definitely. a phenomenal year. And it's always good to give examples of service and helping others and doing mm-hmm. things that are kind of outside of 
of the spectrum of, of what maybe students and people in the community might think we do. A lot of times people think there's just one certain path, and definitely not. So a really cool story to share with us. So uh, now, just kind of wrapping up, we... Um, Wait, but first... Oh. Oh. First, I have a very... We'll edit that out. <laughs> no, no, we're not. <laughs> we, we have, that was my mistake. We have a very, <laughs> very important... Before we get to our normal voices segment, we okay. do have one really important question to ask, and it's... Oh. Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? Ooh. Hard-hitting question. That is a hard-hitting question. I think I'd Googled, rather... I just Googled it. Oh, wow. So does, does Google tell you the answer, too? No, it just says uh, 78 hardest would you rather questions. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to say that I would rather lose the ability to speak because if you lose the ability to read... First of all, traveling places would be very hard, mm-hmm. and that's a uh, that's a tough it's a tough thing to lose in my world. But you know, learning would be a lot harder, um, and speaking, I think you can definitely navigate. You can get around that. You can express yourself in other ways right. besides your voice. Good. So I'm, I would I would rather lose the. That's great answer. Thanks, thanks. All right, uh, and then moving on, you are our first of the Normal Voices segment, oh, yes. our first last time. Uh, so we always segue in the interview with the Normal Voices question. This one, you talk traveling abroad. Yeah. This one, with Labor Day weekend coming up, we're thinking a little bit of a shorter distance. What's your favorite three-day getaway vacation to take? Yeah, my uh, my grandfather's homeland is in Raven County in Clayton, Georgia. <laughs> so right where the Tallulah River meets Lake Burton, we have a nice little plot of land, river, boat, uh, mountains, just a great good time. So and That's near Tallulah Gorge. Too. It is near the mm. Tallulah Gorge. So just about an hour and 45 minutes north of here, nothing better. No cell service, no internet, no nothing. Open the Very mouth. cool. Yeah. There you go. Great getaway. Well, before you get away, thanks for joining us today, Miss Smith. Yeah, thanks. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. We are just speaking in our <laughs> normal voices, you know, like we usually do. All right, it's time for our Normal Voices segment. Joining us now, Mr. McIlvain, uh, the question of the week, Labor Day weekend coming up. What's your favorite three-day weekend destination? Hmm. I would have to go with uh, possibly just having a nice long weekend at home. Oh, or maybe up to, uh, up to New England. Okay. I wouldn't mind yeah. going up to New England. It's getting into fall season here. The leaves should be changing in the next month or so. Oh, we it's love a, the fall foil foliage. It, it's not the 95 degrees. Beautiful. It's not 95 degrees. Fantastic. We, we do have some humidity still, but uh, I think New England would be nice this time of year. I agree. Sounds good. And maybe an fall break. Maybe not maybe. this three-day weekend. Maybe fall break. Fall yeah. break. Make your plans now. Future episode. There you go. All right. We are here with Miss McIlvain with this week's question. We want to know... Three-day weekend, Labor Day weekend coming up. What's your favorite three-day weekend destination? The beach. Always <laughs> the beach. What do you think about uh, New England? Yes. Never been. Oh, That's a fo- good answer. The foliage? Yes. And the beaches. The beaches of New England. Yes. Wonderful beaches. Yes. Nantucket? The, uh, the sure. low temperatures? The, yes. and uh, No humidity? Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Did we mention the foliage? 
I think you mentioned the, I really like the foliage in Maybe New England. Maybe fall break. For what I've seen. Yes, oh. yes. Can you share this with this answer with Mr. McElvain? I think we can. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I think we might be able to work something out. <laughs> Continuing our tour around the school, we're now over in East Hall, stopping by a very special guest, Ms. Nicole Barth. This week's Normal Voices question is, Labor Day weekend's coming up. What's your favorite three-day weekend destination? Oh, that most definitely has to be Charleston, South Carolina. I love traveling Charleston. there. Ha yeah, has, I think, some of the best food in the country. It's like my favorite spot to go. The, the USS Yorktown's there, right? Um, I have to check with Mr. Fahey about that, but definitely Fort Sumter. And check uh, that out as well. And uh, I can vouch for Ms. Barth being a big Charleston fan, as she told uh, me about wonderful Lewis barbecue that we checked out. Great spot, great recommendation. Thank you. <laughs> Charleston. <laughs> Mr. Fahey, we have one question. Where is the USS Yorktown located? The original or the rebuilt ship? Both. Or either. Well, the original is on the bottom of the Pacific, somewhere near Midway Island, and the rebuilt one is now a museum in Charleston Harbor. There we go, Charleston, South Carolina. And thank you to all of our staff members that contributed to another edition of Normal Voices, and thank you to Mr. Fahey for his extensive uh, battleship trivia. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he knows his stuff, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, we're happy to have him here uh, for that resource. Uh, so now it's time for us to kind of discuss our Normal Voices question of the week. Uh, so what do you think, Mr. Rionis? What's your go-to three-day weekend destination? I mean, I could, I like the McIlvain's answer. I could do New England, but... Those, With me, I don't. I don't like the travel well, aspect. That's, that's a great, uh, great answer. Great destination. I think it is the fall break. Th the three day might be tough. Yeah, might day, be tough. That's a fall break. Trip. Yeah. So, uh, three day might be tough. But yeah. I think for me personally, I like the mountains. So I think you go up North to like Georgia, North Georgia, even up to maybe like a Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Oh, that's a great trip. Yeah. The yeah. Ripley's you can Museum. Go to the Ripley's Museum. Get airbrush shirts. They have an aquarium. They do. My yes. son loved the aquarium. We went to the Gatlinburg Aquarium. We got a, a stuffed animal. This was years ago when the kids were a lot younger. Got a stuffed animal, stuffed penguin, named it Chocho's. <laughs> Chocho's the penguin. That, that does sound like it's from Gatlinburg. <laughs> That's classic Gatlinburg. Yes, indeed. So wonderful. That's a great answer. Um, for us and our family, the, the Freelos, we, uh, we really like three-day weekends. Lo we load up the van, and we just hit the road. We, we like to go to a variety of places. Y'all are road trippers. We, uh, we do a bit of the road trip. I'm sure that we'll mention that throughout the pod. Uh, but... Um, <laughs> But yes, we uh, we really like to hit a variety of locations. Um, yeah, that's students that have been in my uh, my class early on um, in the day when I'm having my coffee probably have noticed 
uh, that I, we have a big Starbucks mug collection, and they have oh, yeah. all 50 states and uh, some select cities across the country as well. And if you're if you're ever in Montana and your wife really wants one of those mugs, and you're like, we'll just get it at the Bozeman Airport. <laughs> Um, FYI, there's no Starbucks there. Yeah, yeah, it can, that can be tough. That can be tough. I know my my wife also a big fan of collecting. We were on we're on the third shelf in our kitchen of Starbucks mugs, uh, so it's really uh, it's been beneficial to me. Yeah. There's been times uh, a couple years ago, I wanted to go to a Georgia Kentucky game for oh, football. Nice. Uh, hadn't been to a game up in Kentucky. Lexington's nice. Yeah, very nice. We enjoyed it. Uh, the way I got to go, I, I suggested to my wife, why don't we, why don't we head up to Kentucky for the game? And she would, she wasn't really sold on it yet. And then I said, You can get a mug. Yes, there, let's get a mug. Go. They have a mug. She said, Pack the car. So uh, I, I have an interesting connection to to Lexington and the the Wildcats. Oh yeah. All my in laws are are UK alum. Mm-hmm. And so early on, when uh, my wife and I were dating, I got invited to a game, the Kentucky-Tennessee football game. Big deal. Yeah, that, that is a traditional rival. But what happens is Kentucky had never beaten Tennessee for 30 years. First time I show up, <laughs> their quarterback gets hurt the week before, still win. There you go. So, so, so the family me. first thought, oh, this, this Riona's character, yeah, he he's up. hurt our quarterback. But... Yeah, now I get to go back every year, so it's Now nice. you're back. We, we love the Bluegrass State. Yeah. Shout out to our listeners in the Bluegrass State. Do we, have we, need a, we need some listeners <laughs> in the Bluegrass State. So, uh, oh, you know, I hope my in-laws are listening. Yeah, I, I guess I think I still need to actually answer the question. Yes. Uh, well, Final again, answer. we take a variety of trips, but right now one of, one of the popular ones, spouts we've been going to, is uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Nice. Uh, it's an easy trip, a couple hours up the road. Um, they have a great downtown area. In the, in the warmer months, they do um, like a concert outdoors, a lot of dad rock, a lot of like hootie covers and things nice. like that. So uh, real good, good scenes. Things. Yeah, and they've got a beautiful uh, river that runs so you can walk along with some waterfalls. Um, so, nice. yeah, I, I would say... If you're looking for something to do, check out Greenville. Hey, and you know what? An idea here is all of our followers that are listening, maybe they could respond on Twitter and let us know their favorite three-day vacation spot. Absolutely. You can follow us at 585podcast. We were interactive last week. We had a, a poll online. We got five votes. So <laughs> let's go for six this week. So you can uh, interact with us on Twitter. Uh, use the hashtag SofoVoices. SofoVoices. I like it. Nice. It's going to catch on. Uh, yeah, do that. Maybe you're on your way on a road trip yourself. Let us know. And listen to the podcast on your trip. Absolutely. But if you're listening to this, you already did. <laughs> if you've, if you, what Go is back it? to episode one. <laughs> Start it over. Yeah. So. All right. Good times. So uh, thanks for joining us again this week, episode two. Uh, We are enjoying uh, bringing it to you. Hope you are enjoying it as well. And last thing, get the Superfan app and follow us at Sopo Nation. Until next time.